0: Welcome to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K Finks. We're back, man. Episode 304. Yes, sir. Let's get right into it. Very uh, funny story. Um, A young athlete named Noah Kaniga, right? But he pronounces it Noah Kaniga. It's spelled last name K-N-I-G-G-A. This nigga got built-in racism in his last name. All right. High school sports star Noah Kaniga. Uh, fans want me to make jerseys. I'm working on it. Right? Noah Kaniga is looking to give people what they want, telling TMZ Sports he's gotten a lot of, a, a ton of requests to sell jerseys and merch after becoming an internet sensation. And he wants to keep, he wants to help make it happen. The two sport junior from Lawrence, Lawrenceburg High School uh, in Indiana went viral after the masses got wind of his unique surname, Relax. It's pronounced <laughs> this week. Which of is natu- Which has naturally resulted in thousands of social media users chiming in uh and on the phenomenon. Mm. I just think what it is 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 like a white dude with this name. Uh and I really I think it's funny, but like let this kid live his life, man. He didn't choose his last fucking name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody said like, is it is it is it uh the announcers is gonna love like really saying his name. Hmm. Like like with the touchdown. <laughs> and he scores. So, like, you better, that Knicker is fast. He's like, Knicker. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody the, just don't. You better keep using that K. Make sure you put that K first. Yeah. I wish uh I wish the uh it cut right there. You hear that? That was weird. Yeah, the that heck was heck you. What's happened? That was you, man. You good? Is it
1: straight now? it's still recording. Is that your headphones? I have no idea what happened. I'm like just that's yeah. I try to say It just like the no. And then just AI just, cutting
0: us off, It's ed- <laughs> editing the fucking podcast now. The <laughs>
1: motherfuckers listening. <laughs> that was crazy. But no, I think. Um, yeah, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. But yeah, at first when I seen it, I thought the K was silent. I just thought it was mm-hmm. like like the word "no" or "knife" or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, you gotta you gotta pronounce that. Somebody used his
0: name like it, they've been using it. Like you don't even know a nigga.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's funny. It reminds me of that Dave Chappelle skit. You know the uh, the
0: niggers. Yeah, the nigger family. Yeah. Other one said uh, uh, to talk about his dad because his dad is also a coach. Uh huh. And they were like, "Can a nigga even coach?" (laughs) 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 That's the only nigga coaching out here. Rg three was. This is like rg three interviewed the family, right? Yeah. And he's like, "I have a question. Have any Have you guys ever been to Paris?" Yeah, I heard that. And it was like. Uh, oh, I think I know what you mean, man. It's that song, that in yeah. song. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I
1: respect it. He don't even he don't even say the word. It seemed like yeah, he has an opportunity. It it's looked like he got some uh, like you know, he looked like he getting some uh, scout. Not no offers, but he looked like he getting some interest for some schools.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out he to got him. Got some
1: size on him. Two six two two o eight. Linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. With a name like that, you got to be good. Yeah. You got nigga built into your name as a white boy, that's gonna be a tough life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They'll be like, uh, nigga to the front. Ha! Nigga to the front.
1: Yeah, like, that's gonna be a that's tough sledding. Like I would imagine as a kid being in um, you know, when the subs come, you know the subs don't ever know how to pronounce no names. So they gotta do the um the 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 key and pill skit all over again.
0: I feel bad for this kid, too, because, you know, especially being on the team full of black guys, and mm-hmm. like, hey, what's up, my nigga? What's good? Hey, what's up, nigga? He think everybody talking to him. He's like, hey, what's going on? My name is Noah. <laughs> He's like, nah, we ain't talking to you, white nigga. Mom, I was
1: in Compton today, and everybody just kept saying my name. Like, all these black kids kept saying my name.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, my God. That there was there was a funny skit. It wasn't just, uh, oh, my God. It 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 came and went. But- this guy having that last name and getting that offer, I wonder if he's gonna go to like a black college or something. Hmm. Go to HBCU. We go to HBCU with that name. That would be yeah. like, is it gonna confuse every black person on that campus? Yeah. Like, like yeah. who the fuck is this? Is this kid trolling us? Did they he change get beat his name? up for saying his own last name? That's crazy. He's like, my name is Kaniga. How <laughs> ain't doing anything? What's going on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you call me, boy? That's you, funny. You said, what? Say what you call me?
0: <laughs> 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 no, that's my last name. He's like, you know, I know people like you back in the day that you didn't like people like me because I was black. Like, no, my last name is Kanega. He's like, they call me Kanega too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my first name was Keith, so they called me <laughs> They Kaniga call me Kanega. They just put it together. Okay, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's they're, they're going to have a lot of fun with this last name, man. Yeah. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a uh, what do you call it? I remember back in the day when we had like a substitute teacher or teachers that couldn't pronounce like Latino and Black names. Mm-hmm. It was always fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It'd be like dear uh, dear Dira, uh, dearmente diram- dearmente it's dearamonte <laughs> it's dearamonte <laughs> okay <laughs> um, lupita lupita <laughs> it's lupita <laughs> yeah. Lupita Gonzalez. <laughs> Lupita Gonzalez. Here. Yeah. subs so is just the worst. Um Rajalio, Rajalio Gomez. It's Rogelio. <laughs> Rogelio, man. Damn, you keep getting my name wrong, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing too, man. Growing yeah. up, if you if you really didn't have if you grew up on the lower end of the income bracket, Chances are you went to a school with a lot of black and brown kids, right? Mm-hmm. So the funny thing is, is, like, they would just be like, especially if we had like a white substitute, mm-hmm. and no shout, no slight to white folks, but sometimes when you don't grow up around a lot of people with those ethnic names, it just is confusing. Yeah, you know, you don't grow up with the Shanikas and the and the uh, the, the the the. Tyrell is not a hard name. Yeah, but the Duramante, Dur Duramaceous and shit like Mm -hmm. (laughs) that—you don't know how to because it's not even spelled Mm -hmm. the way you think it should be spelled. It's not even spelled that way. Yeah, so you just like trying not to get the name wrong.
1: Yeah, now you got, and then you know, on top of uh, getting names wrong as a sub, now you got pronouns. Oh my god! Yeah, I yeah, yeah, hard out there for it. It's hard out there for a sub. You know what's trying to say? Some names
0: right. You know it's hard out here for a trans. <laughs> How you got a trans name? <laughs> you got the non binaries in class. It is like, um, I don't refer to him or her, but R two and there is who I identify as. Yeah. You're like, you just destroying the English language now. Yeah. At this point, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it's hard out there. Yeah. These days. Yeah, well, shout out to this kid, man. You mm-hmm. know. Unfortunately, you got built-in racism as a last name. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, hey, at the end of the day, if you got to drop the KN bomb, man, just go ahead and do
1: it, man. Kanega Can- doesn't sound crazy, though. Like, no. But when you see it spelled, yeah, it definitely look crazy. Yeah. That's got to be wild. You just got to make sure if he does um, play college football and, you know, the announcers, they have a lot of times they have the phonetic spelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it should be good, but yeah, if you get if you get if you get on one of those, you know, it's an away game or something like that, and you know, it's uh, it's at a different school that's not your normal announcer. Yeah, it might be.
0: It it's might like be. it's like being a fullback and your last name is
1: Dick. Yeah,
0: like look at Dick run the ball. Look at that big Dick running down the field. Dick's hitting the hole. He's hitting the hole. Oh, there's got a a couple of they, they gang tackled that Dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said <laughs> something. Why did you see it? I think. Um, the dude named
0: Penix from fucking, uh Washington. They said, Big Penix Energy, Big Penix. No, energy. not that one. Oh, not that one. It said, uh, no, it was
1: one of the um, like the commentators. He was sitting next to uh, what's the kid from he went to UCLA, uh, short running back. Um, not he Maurice, played for the Jaguars. Oh, Maurice
0: Jones Drew. Yeah, Maurice Jones. Oh, Drew. that was recent. I, I posted that where he yeah. said, like. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has never had a defense this good. Yeah. So, so going forward, should they like? Can they just ride the D? <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> he's like, D- the defense, the defense. Like, All right, that's um, crazy. You just yeah, you can't just say that on national. Oh man, yeah. That'd be funny. Skip Bayless is hilarious too because he'll be like, it's, it's 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 wild. I don't what's great, like you you need to swallow it. Take it in, breathe it in, and just take a bite out of it. Just swallow all of it. <laughs> and then it was like, What the fuck?
2: Yeah, he tripping.
0: He's like, I'll take everything. I'll take all of it. I'll swallow it down. that like, but he's talking about it in like a football reference. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. suck it up swallow it dude you're a professional athlete yeah and then uh richard sherman would be like oh <laughs> yeah
1: i would say like sometimes it'd be funny sometimes it'd it's just, just be I- like immature yeah
0: just like come on dog y'all adults yeah but it's just hilarious but the thing about it it's not new mm-hmm. cameron and mace been doing this shit for over two decades i think the way they do
1: it is just too much it's like it's everywhere it's like like you can't say nothing yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm tired. Pause. How you going to be tired? That's crazy. Saying you, saying you tired is crazy.
0: Saying you going to be tired is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Switching gears. Um, The greed of subscription-based apps. Recently, Peacock had an exclusive playoff game with the fucking Chiefs and the Dolphins, and they put it on Peacock. And this is what Charles Barkley said about it, end quote. Charles Barkley said, showing this game... Not on cable. That's low class. Um, Barkley said, "That's not cool. They're just being greedy pigs." I'm glad some NFL players are taking some shots at them. I know the NFL is the biggest thing in the world, but to put this game on Peacock and make people have to buy Peacock—that's just low class. I'm disgusted, you know. And it wasn't only him. There was some uh, a congressman. Congressman. Congressman demands the NFL stop. Uh, Putting playoff games on streaming services like NBC's Peacock, fans don't deserve to be squeezed even further by greedy corporations. Mm -hmm. Um, What else he had to say? Uh, Republican Pat Ryan, uh, uh, Pat Ryan, a New York Democrat. Hold on, oh, this says representative. Oh, Representative Pat Ryan, a New York Democrat, is fed up with the NFL and NBC Sports over decision to nationally air one of the league's first. Uh, round playoff games exclusively on NBC streaming platform, Peacock. It is absolutely ridiculous that uh, my constituents who already pay for NBC have to pay even more to watch this game, Ryan wrote in a letter to top NFL and NBC officials. How much more profit do Roger Goodell and NBC need to make at the expense of hardworking Americans before they are satisfied? I'm demanding the NFL and NBC stop the BS and offer fans the service they already pay for. Or oh, we're coming for your antitrust exemption so people are like they're not okay with it i'm not okay with it i think it's bullshit Mm -hmm. i think that if you're gonna have like a a multiple like a a broadcast but it's like a multiple broadcast like you know they have those exclusive games that are on uh prime video they're also available like maybe fox or somewhere else not not that though what do you mean
1: not prime what are you talking about they show the thursday night games yeah. So they're not also available on Fox.
0: No, not Fox, but on somewhere else, like on cable or whatever. It's I'm not, just saying, don't only... use
1: that as an example, because that's not the case.
0: Like, well, no, yeah. I know, but it's it's available in more than one place, correct? Even when it's on just Prime?
1: No. It's no. only on Prime? Yeah. Thursday Night oh. Games are on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, I'm tripping. Okay, they're
0: mm-hmm. only on Prime for those. Mm-hmm. Okay. I
1: mean, Thursday night games also started out like that. They were. They did. They used to be on NFL Network. Yes, they did. And then they kind of like, you know, wiggled their way into Amazon. So that was already like an exclusive behind the paywall kind of thing. Right, right, Mm -hmm. right,
0: right, right, right. So, yeah, it's not a really great comparison, but it did start out that way. Mm -hmm. But this is some new bullshit business model. I think that maybe the game of the week during the season they could do this, like the Niners versus Dallas. If you do Peacock, it's still fucked up. But at the same time, I can understand during the season, but playoffs, that should all be free, man. It's the playoffs, dog. Like it's imagine the one the one kid that's
1: like, um, you know, this would if I was a kid and I'm like ten years old, I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Um, You know, I'm coming home from whatever long day of hanging out with family or whatever, and you just want to turn the game on, and then you realize that you got to go to Peacock to watch the That's game. That's ridiculous. I would be devastated, especially if we didn't have it, you know. Mm. you know, If we just got regular basic cable and really got streaming, we don't got streaming services yeah. like that. What,
0: what I think, too, is is, <coughs> is is as far as this Peacock thing goes, I think that they're going to win. They already made this deal a long time ago. I had a, a conspiracy, theory, conspiracy theory that I shared with Keith, and that was that, Uh, maybe because of Taylor Swift and her bringing an audience to the NFL is why they did this shit to leverage that relationship. But that's not true because they made this deal back in May, right? Mm -hmm. So since they made the deal back in May, that voids out my conspiracy theory. However, the Swifties will still have a huge impact on Peacock because they will literally order this just to see Taylor Swift. Even though it's not about the game more specifically, the Swifties really fucking dominate they really spend money to see Taylor Swift regardless of where she's at because they want to see her being cute in her little jacket a matter of fact Kyle Hustek's wife made that jacket for for her which I think is pretty dope she's actually very talented the jacket was fly the jacket was fly and Mm -hmm. it's super stitched and really nice she made Mm -hmm. one for Debo Samuel and then she made one for Taylor Swift and um, um, Pat Mahomes wife too yeah, that's it, fire. These and and the jackets are completely made out of jerseys. Oh, really? Yeah. She needed, bro. Real talk. Like she would be a wealthy woman. No, she, bro. Honestly, the NFL need to partner with her, bro. I mm-hmm. swear to God, mm-hmm. because this could be the next best. This could be the new starter jacket. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I I think it's genuinely dope. And she's not one of those NFL wives that's just pretty. Like she has a legitimate talent. Yeah,
1: which I've mean- never seen her before. Huh? So I've never seen her before.
0: She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the same taste, so you can just take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but no, nah, man, hey, I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this Peacock shit, they said they're only doing it, you know, for that playoff game. They better not do this shit next year. I know that much. Yeah, I think the, the
1: the issue I have, and you know, I'm gonna tread lightly because you know I, I don't want to yeah. step on you know I don't I don't want to shoot myself in the foot, but I would say that um, it is it is um, it's not it's just not very timely, right? Nah. You know, to have the wild card wild card weekend, you know, it's the beginning of the playoffs. We trying to see. Who's going to move on next week? You know the you know you got Patrick Mahomes who's got you know multiple Super Bowls and you got um, Mike McDaniel's and uh, and the Dolphins and they got this you know high pace fast offense and we just want to see what happens and then I think for me the. Worst part is like, I literally didn't know that the game was going to be on Peacock until like 30 minutes before the game started. So it's just like, dog, you, you expecting to be watching football like a couple mm-hmm. games back to back. You're going to kick back, you know, get you some food, chill, whatever, and, and watch some football. Then you only to realize like, this game ain't even coming on regular TV. And it's I would say. Up. I would say I get it because I, you know, I don't. I, I, what I try not to do is speak about these things like speak about like uh, mm-hmm. business practices in a way where um, I'm sounding like just a consumer because, like, I'm also like you know, um, I'm a, I have a business myself and um, and also you know, am an aspiring you know business owner and I and I want to run multiple companies and and things like that. So I never want to be the person that's just like you mm-hmm. know, big corporation, blah 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 because. You know, there's going to be a day where, you know, I get to make these type of decisions. But I would say Mm -hmm. even with that, I think that it was just not there. there are some corporations that can um, do things that fall very flat. And I think these this is one of them, because I think one of the things that they're they're doing wrong is they introduced it at a time where like you already kind of grandfathered in. Like we've been watching the games on NBC, Fox CBS, ESPN all year, right. and then Amazon Amazon Prime, of course. So we know anytime – when I look on my ESPN app, I check to see what network the game is on, right? So I'm already knowing that it's going to be on one of those four or five different mm-hmm. different places mm-hmm. depending on if it's a Sunday night <coughs> game. You know, most NFC games are on Fox, so I know, f- you know, nine times out of ten the Niners are going to play play on Fox or whatever. So that's kind of where I'm going. But when you – have done that for 18 weeks, and then all of a sudden, you know, the first weekend of of playoffs, you just throw this random game on there. I get it as kind of like a testing thing, but you got to test that stuff out in the regular season. Maybe test it out even in the preseason to see if people would jump over there and watch the games. But you can't do that in the playoffs. That's crazy, man. Like, you've already built up a rhythm as to, like, where people are going to go watch TV, and then all of a sudden you just throw this curveball in there.
0: Yeah, and I'll say this, though. In regards, I think with you being as you write also, if you write if you write for a show and it could end up on one of these networks and they could put it behind like the almost this paywall method, right? Mm-hmm. So I get why you don't want to elaborate too far, but I will. I think this is strong-arming people. I think it's fucked up. I think it's mm-hmm. bullshit. And I also think that uh, there should be a better way of going about it. Like if you do have Peacock, it should be a free trial, right? Everybody get a free trial. Don't charge any fans for this shit and then they could just cancel it any time. I think that's a better way to do it. And I think that you will you can you can um retain subscribers that actually want to stay. But but saying exclusively on Peacock, you and you have to subscribe. It's like, bro, you're just turning me upside down, you know, to get my fucking subscription. Not to mention, you don't constantly show you're showing one fucking NFL game. You're making me pay for all the other programming you have. That's all you're doing. All those shows you have on Peacock and all that shit that you have on there, you're literally forcing people to go to take one game. Excuse me, that that they're paying for to watch all that shit. And I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Yeah, that
1: that's my thing too. It's like it's the playoffs. There's only yeah. going to be like four more, you know, four more games depending on. They're not know. showing
0: any more games on Peacock. That's no,
1: it. I'm saying in, in in real life, like yeah. it's only it's only a couple more games and it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. I, I just don't understand, like, where it, – it would be different, right, if they drop – like, say, Bel-Air, for instance. Like, I actually – um I think I subscribed to um, Peacock when the show Bel- Bel-Air came out. But you realize that you're going to hold me over for maybe, like, 12 weeks because mm-hmm. that's the duration of the season, mm-hmm. right? Um but with this, the season is already over. And like you said, this there's, is there's only like a one is a one and done thing. So you're expecting me to pay the subscription fee for the month. And by the time the next month comes around, there's not even going to be any more football. Pay attention to whatever peacock is
0: dropping now. Because there could be something that they're dropping that is major. It but could be it could be some new show that's coming out. Like in the next thirty days, there could be something that they re- they're trying to drive so much attention to it that maybe this NFL game was like they use it as leverage to get you over there. But the but the the thing
1: is is like that there's it doesn't translate though. Like right. be, because I like the because I like watching Patrick Mahomes play football. That doesn't mean I'm gonna like the show that you're, you know, that you're trying to hold me over to watch. Like I, I think that if you're gonna advertise or promote a show, then you gotta like, I don't know, you gotta find a, just a better way. Like you gotta draw me in. Like the, what the what they did with Bel Air, it was just kind of like the rollout having Will Smith, you know, kind of popping out and doing interviews and stuff. That kind of drew people into Peacock. But I don't know if um, you making me pay for a football game. To draw me into a TV show is the right way to go about keeping me on a subscription-based app. Well, they could
0: use the cliffhanger method, meaning you pay for the subscription and let's say, hey, you canceled it. So you only paid six bucks, but you still get the whole rest of that month. Even though you cancel, you still get to finish that month. And by the time that month ends, I'm saying pay attention to Peacock because they could be releasing a show or something on there that's going to be huge yeah. And they're going to they only they only brought you over here for that month so they could fill in gaps within that month of shows or whatever that you may like. And yeah. you, you from what you're saying is maybe, maybe they should have promoted that or did this or that. Or that but what better way to No, that's bring what I'm over? saying. What I'm
1: saying is that's a terrible idea. What yeah. I'm saying is if I want to watch football, I want to watch football. Mm-hmm. Like if you get ESPN Plus, you're not getting ESPN Plus to watch This Is Us. That's not, not true,
0: though. That's not true, though, because football fans also watch other things in other series. That's yeah. why, like, when they get subscription fees, they might like this one show, but there's other things that they like. Like, a lot of times, you know, we may watch different platforms or different things, but they come from the same, I guess, entity. Like, I might yeah. watch Joe Budden's podcast on YouTube, and I watch this but it's on the same platform. I don't. I don't think. I don't think it. I don't think
1: it works like that. I think you can promote like they use the Super Bowl to promote any and everything. Mm-hmm. Like we like watching food. People like drinking beer. Mm-hmm. You know, like so Burritos. they're gonna throw those. Yeah, they're gonna throw those ads Together. into the Super Bowl. I get that. But what I'm saying is, like for me, for example, um, I don't really watch any shows on TNT. Right. right, right. But during basketball season, I know that every every week they got Charles, they got Kenny to Jess Smith, they got um, mm-hmm. Shaq on there, and I'm tuning in. I'm going to watch the the basketball game. But as soon as the basketball game is over, they'll throw on like you know uh, you different show. Yeah, like a TV show that I, I'm not I'm not watching, and yeah. that's just the reality of the situation. I think people. The way that TV is like uh, presented to us now is very curated. Like, yeah. there are people they might watch Power, so they're gonna have their stars, stars at. It. You know, they might watch Atlanta, so they're gonna hop on FX, you know, they mm-hmm. might watch The Bear, so they're gonna hop on FX, they gonna watch their shows on, on on Netflix or whatever. They might binge watch an old show or something mm-hmm. like that. So I just don't think that it is very efficient to try to sell a network with a singular football game in order to sell a TV show. But it's
0: been working. Singular things have been carrying whole apps such as Power with Stars. No,
1: no a tv show right, right we're talking right. about one game
0: yeah it's one game we're talking but,
1: about three hours worth of football but,
0: but the same people that watch that one game also like other things outside of football and if they do a good enough job of promoting that on peacock then they'll be able to retain some people so they've yeah. already they've already done the analytics <laughs> like people out people people that watch football also like other things and some that's of those true. other things might exist on peacock that's all i'm saying yeah so that's if that's what they use, cool. But I still think they could have did it a better way. I think they could have gave free memberships. I think that would have been better. But because they're so fucking greedy, they decided to use football as a way in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. This is the ultimate sign of greed. You use playoffs. Playoffs are very rare. That, playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. <laughs> and they they literally have a commercial with Jim Morris. Seen yeah, that? you seen, seen it? That. Yeah. He looks great, man. Yeah, yeah he but, looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he's like he's got to be around eighty, dude. Yeah let me see how old is Jim Moore Senior. That guy's gotta be at least like, if he's not eighty, he's gotta be like seventy-eight or something. (laughs) It's something Jim Moore Senior. Jim Mora, all right, Uh, Senior. Jim Mora is eighty-eight. God damn, that's old. That's he looks amazing. Yeah, that's good. Good Wow, man! Shout out to him, man. Jim Mora. If you don't know who he is, he's got playoffs. Playoffs. We can't win a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Jim. But, uh, yeah, man, you got to do better. I, I'm I'm not a fan of all these apps. And also, I'm just going to come out and say it, Keith, okay? Um, what you going to say? Allegedly, I might be getting illegal cable, okay? Allegedly. That sounds crazy. Why would you say that? Because it, it's alleged. <laughs> I, I I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> it, man. I can't confirm or deny that I may be getting illegal cable, Okay. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. it's it's alleged that I have like two hundred and thirty ESPN channels. <laughs> allegedly. What <laughs> <laughs> All kind of accents on there? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. But that that's the thing, man. Yeah. I think people are resorting to those things. Um, yeah,
1: I, I think that, you know, um I yeah, I think that you gotta do what you gotta do. So I'm not knocking what, what nobody is doing. Um I will say though that um when it comes to having like it's just too many at at one point in time it made sense right mm-hmm. like for you to uh it was it was a point in time where it was only a couple streaming platforms it was like Netflix and, and Hulu and maybe Amazon and those were kind of like the three go-tos and um you would be able to like Amazon you kind of double it up with Prime anyway so it makes sense um, but and then Netflix was just grandfathered in because we've been had that since like 2011 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So those made sense. And then it came a point in time where it was like, man, I'm canceling my cable because I'm only spending like, mm-hmm. um, it was like back in the day, maybe like $7 a month on on, uh, on Netflix. I don't remember the price, but it was dirt cheap. And then, you know, you was just getting like, you know, quality movies, you was getting old TV shows and all this all this other stuff, like um Friends and, and Seinfeld and all that stuff was on there, right? And then, you know, so you 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 switch out your cable bill that was probably like fifty, sixty, seventy bucks a month. And then you you know, you you take it all the way down to like a few dollars a month for Netflix. And then Everybody and their mama want to have a streaming service now. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus comes out, BET Plus comes out, mm-hmm. Peacock comes out.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody want money, man.
1: Yeah, all con- all these different all these different platforms, mm-hmm. and then it started to become like, dang, this show is really good. I want to watch this, or this show is like super popular. Then you get HBO Max, and then you get like the TV networks that are starting the streaming services. So. Um, It just became like, you know, if you really want to watch, like, if you want to be in the know, like, if you want to watch Atlanta, if you want to watch Succession, if you want to watch Better Call Saul, like, all these different shows that are, like, you know, in different places, like, you got, you're going to be paying almost more than you would with the cable, um, you know, if you, if you had cable. There's so many
0: ways to, like, there's so many ways to release shows, too. Mm -hmm. Like, imagine if they had, like, a price per episode. Like where it would be like a dollar fifty per episode. Yeah,
1: they used to do that. Like used to be able to purchase like episodes
0: on Amazon and stuff. I like think that. yeah, I think yeah. they did do that over mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, it's a trip, man. We're paying for too much stuff, man. Cut back on yeah, it, man. Yeah. You know what? I'm, you know what's going to change the game is if uh, you could uh, uh, steal Wi Fi. Uh, like if it's a way to like literally like get a Wi Fi box and not have to pay a fee every month and yeah. then you pay like. Two hundred fifty dollars for the whole year for Wi Fi, bro. That's interesting because you,
1: um, you used to be able to steal cable like that, like have oh the, yeah, the cable
0: boxes. So, Just go up. Uh, yeah. We we used to know a dude that used to go up on the pole. He used to go up a pole and like mm-hmm. do some wiring, and then and like me and our, was our neighbors and us allegedly we had uh, stolen cable, <laughs> yeah. I can't confirm yeah. or deny that we had stolen cable in 1995.
1: Yeah, I remember the boxes. You would have all the channels, and that's when, like, you know, you start to get into them, five hundred channels and all that. and That's when the porn pornos. Oh, they called out. it
0: the Spice Channel back in the day. Yeah, it was the frizzy porn. <laughs> like, you, it, it, the it was, the porn was never like it was never steady. It was oh, always really? squiggly porn. It was like the screen was like sometimes colorful, really? and it would be like, and then sometimes it would like straighten out.
1: Yeah, for and then, one second when he about to bust.
0: And you be seeing the titties, you be like, oh, shoot. Yeah. And what I would do, because, you know, when you a kid and you like looking at titties for the first time, mm-hmm. I would like, f- like, uh, you know how you had a last button on the remote? Mm-hmm. I would have like the last channel would be like, you know, maybe some, I don't know, some maybe ESPN or something. Yeah. And then the other channel would be the porn channel. Yeah. So if your parents open the door, you get to press last and so it just go back and to ESPN. And it straight. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like, but once they leave, I'm going to be jacking. I'm be jacking <laughs> once my mama leave, I'm
1: gonna be jacking again.
0: <laughs> my parents be like my parents be like, stop jacking off. And I'll be like, all right. But when they leave,
1: I'll be jacking again. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Oh, dang. But no, that's real. You used to have to. I know for me, like we, we always had basic cable, so you know, the most the most we'll get, or the most that I would get was, like, um, you would get, like, some, like, nip-tuck on FX. You know, sometimes they would show a little, little, little uh, TNA on there. Or um, I remember there was a show when I was a kid. It was called Pants Off, Dance Off. And basically, I don't know what, I don't even know the premise of the show. But I just remember, like, there would be a girl on there dancing. And then she would be dancing and then dancing on the screen. And then I don't know if she would have to. It wouldn't be like a question answered. I don't really know what would dance happen. Off, dance off. Yeah. It was just like the girl would just be dancing on there. And then all of a sudden, like an article of clothing would come off. So she would just have like a bra on. And then all of a sudden, like. is it the Spanish channel? No, this is it was in English. Oh, uh, but yeah, it might have been on like Comedy Central or you know some some random show or some random network. I know yeah. back
0: in the day before all these Instagram thirst traps, <clears throat> like the most the most sexual <laughs> in in nature was this like Univision or Telemundo. Yeah, they would be they would they would be like super
1: sexualized. But yeah. I would say like I would I would like tap in with those sometimes just because it would be like thick masking women on there, but. um the way you could really get by if you had like basic cable and you didn't really have like the HBOs and the soft know, porn and stuff, say. it would be like, um, nah. What you think I'm gonna say? I, uh, you go first. On,
0: on late at night on the E channel, what would they be doing? It was a show that it was a couple shows that came on. It was one that was. Uh, a show called Wild On where they would like go travel around like the world and oh. it like Carnival and it'd be out there they'd be out there with the thongs on
1: oh no no not that that sometimes they would they would also have like the pay program and like the girls going wild they oh, would yeah. be running girls
0: going wild
1: and then they would be like flashing College the titties co-eds. and you'd be like you know you'd be trying to see some titties and then all of a sudden it would be the logo on the nipple I'd yeah like, you
0: get hey, like 30 not. you'd get about 40% titty on there yeah
1: yeah it yeah. be just enough just, be just enough to get enough,
0: your rocks get, off get
1: your rocks off but no what I would watch i will watch a few things i will watch like like i would say like the i will be waiting sometimes like for the shows like nip tuck because there'll be like you know brief nudity or like you know t v m a or whatever and i'll be like man waiting the whole episode i don't even care about the premise i don't care about character development man, i want to see some titty development <laughs> but um i would watch uh Sometimes like Howard Stern, Howard Stern would be like, it'd be, it'd be girls on there going crazy. And then it would be, um, I would watch some of like the surgery shows where like the, they would do like the breast augmentations and then it would be like the girls would get like the titty implants and it would be the same thing. Like they'll, They'll show the whole body, and then they will have like just the 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 nipple would be blurred
0: out. They just cover up the pepperoni nipples. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, and it'd be,
1: it be it wouldn't even be like, um, not like the girls going wild where they have like a logo over it. It'll literally just be blurred. Blurred. So it just be like I can imagine the
0: rest. Like, I, I you'd be like, oh, them nipples is brown. <laughs> Yeah, there's some big brown. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. <laughs> nah, the uh, the the college She was like, go, girls gone wild. College co coeds trying to find a place to hang out. Yeah, and like, and it'd be girls like uh, during the New Orleans Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. like Mardi Gras, uh, spring break Mardi Gras. Yeah, they'll do anything for those jerry beads. Yeah, well, they, they didn't call them jerry beads; they called yeah. them like Mardi Gras beads. Yeah, that yeah. was another thing. Jerry, Jerry was another one. Yeah. If you ever seen the uncut version of Jerry, it'll blow your mind, bro. Yeah, because when them girls be like, "I just want my Jerry beads," they really showing titties on there. Yeah, that's crazy. It was one I've I, I mentioned this before on Jerry Springer. There was this uh, one, this one black girl, this is a bigger black woman. You could probably find the episode. I, I'm gonna try to find <laughs> that mug, but this black girl was like. I just want, she was a big girl. I was like, I just want my Jerry Bleeds. Right? <laughs> and her titties was so big that they had to blur the whole screen out. I was like, God damn. All you seen was Jerry Springer at the at the corner, like in letters, that Jerry Springer show. Everything else was blurred out. That's how you know them titties big. You got to blur a whole, 75% of the screen was blurred out.
1: That's crazy.
0: I'm like, God damn. Yeah. And the whole crowd was like, oh. <laughs> That's crazy. When the, when the white girls would be like, Um, here you go, man. So what do you need? He's like, honestly, I just want my Jerry Beats. <laughs> when, you know they have some little titties when they just be like a little line blur. Just, 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 just a line. <laughs> I just want my Jerry Beats, honestly. <laughs> That's comedy. Sometimes you sometimes they would fool you. You would think it would be like, you know, like some innocent like look like an accountant or something. Yeah. It's like um yeah, I just want my Beats. It's, it's yeah.
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you kids will never even have like those type of stories like having to like do real work to like get some fragment of like nudity or something, like a glimpse. Yeah. Now it's just it's the access is just too easy. That's what my jerbies yeah, <laughs> the kids would just hop on their phone or their laptops or whatever, and you know Google the sites or what was yeah, what was it. that
0: show kid that when you didn't have cable you had a couple shows that you watched. everybody watched the same shows I think people uh, it was The Price is Right was one of them mm-hmm. um, uh, I think People's Court was another one. Remember People's Court? Yeah. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. And then when they come in, it's like, Jared says he didn't bother anyone and yeah. people need to leave him alone. The defendant is countersuing for $500. Mm-hmm. Drr, the other person comes in. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. yeah, yeah. He said his dog bit him and it didn't even do anything to his face, but <laughs> he's coming back to prove his case.
1: <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes, is at the at the end they be like they'll meet up. At the end they meet up with yeah. the, the the interviewer out, yeah. out in, the, in
0: the thing. Yeah. And one girl said, "You know what? I should have knew she was a liar about the wet by the way her haircut was." <laughs> and then the girl came out and her hairline was back here. Oh, god,
1: like, oh my god! I I'll say that I have done like auditions for like short films and stuff, and I've seen a couple people post um. As part of their acting reel, being on, like, Judge Judy or one oh of these, like, like, these little celebrity judge um, things. I'd be like, dog, that's not really, like, that's not really showing your acting chops. <laughs> like, not at
0: all. That'd just show you into drama. Yeah, so. really. Judge Judy, I've seen Judge Judy do such a bad job. Like, she wouldn't even let people talk.
1: Bruh, remember Judge Judy with the big booty no. on, uh, on Atlanta? Oh, and they came like assuming she was thick. <laughs> yeah, that shit was hilarious, man.
0: He's like, "Oh my god, when she had ass like that, that shit was hilarious, bro." That's comedy, dog. That was hilarious, bro. But there was some satire that was on the internet like years ago, mm-hmm. like saying, "Like, I think Judge Judy might be thick or whatever." Yeah,
1: because she just sitting
0: down the whole time. You'd be like, Never "Dang, I it. wonder what's back there." It's like, "Sir, so, so, what's your evidence, sir?" He's mm-hmm. like, "Well, basically, my wife." Stop it. Just stop right there. Stop right there. So you're telling me that you didn't get the paper where he's like, I was actually pulling it out. Stop right there. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> there was, a, um, I forgot which
1: judge, one of those judges, one of the black judges, um, black female judges, um, I forget which one it was. It's but, a couple of them. Yeah, but she came out here to Bakersfield and she did like a, I don't even know what it was for, but oh, wow. um, she did like a little... Um, I guess she just talked about her career and stuff like that. I just remember her coming out here, super yeah. random.
0: Yeah, that's right. it's, it's a couple very well-known judges. Mm-hmm. There was a show back in the day too called Judge Mills Lane. I don't know if you've seen it. Because mm-hmm. Judge Mills Lane was also a judge in a boxing judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he used to be like, "Let's get it on." Yeah, he was also on Celebrity Deathmatch. I don't know if you remember that yeah. on, on MTV. Yeah. Damn, man. This is this is nostalgia now. Mm-hmm. This is taking me back. I'm going to look it up to see which one it was. Yeah, Jerry Springer passed away, but so we can't get no more of them shows. But, mm-hmm. the, <clears throat> man, he must have gave out so many Jerry Beads, man. <laughs> I just want about Jerry Beads. Titties blaring. The whole screen. A whole screen got blurred out. <laughs> I need to find that episode. I got to see that. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, you got to find that. Rap videos was one of the work. Like, that was... BTS uncut, oh, BET uncut. I
1: forgot that
0: was that. a wild, like <laughs> before Instagram and all these thirst traps mm-hmm. Instagram uncut was the most wild shit more specifically Nelly's I need a tip drill video I couldn't believe what I was watching I was like a sophomore in high school mm-hmm. and uh he's <laughs> like uh it may it ain't your face, so it must be your ass. I, I need, need a, a tip, tip drill. drill. I need a tip yeah. drill. And they ran a credit card through this girl's ass crack, and yeah. it was his big old booties in the video. Yeah. And his Nelly smacking booties. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on?
1: That was a different era, bro
0: And my dad was sleeping in the back like in the back room back there, and I turned that volume moderate right down. I was like, I need to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch this. I gotta watch <laughs> this. It was, that's the only,
1: um, I don't even know. I might have seen it, but not in real time. Um, but was there any other videos on there?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. It was a lot of other freaky it was ass a couple, videos. There was a couple other. But oh, I just know the, that was the, the most big, The big pimping video one, that kind of got some shit in it, too. Oh, that was on there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big pimping. spending and cheese. Yeah. It, them girls, are, some of the girls are straight up naked in that video. Mm-hmm. In the uncut version. But that's I think crazy. I think on BT cut, they just showed more, but they didn't show them completely naked. Yeah. And that's it's crazy. That one the one girl that wrote the book, she was in a uh Karen Steffens mm-hmm. or the the super hit. She mm-hmm. was in uh I forgot what she was in a uh what's his name? In a mystical video.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Been yeah. so long, sang it.
1: Karen Steffens is a is a Karen. girl that's just like um or oh, she's a woman that's um uh, she's like very comfortable in her skin cuz she got some uh, some whole behavior for sure. She Shoot. has some whole stories. Yeah, yeah. She's uh but she she comfortable. She she talk about it very
0: casually. So shout out to her. Shoot. I ain't shouting her out, <coughs> man.
1: Shout out to Superhead, you man. Be,
0: uh, you, kissing and telling ain't never a good thing. Yeah. Keep that shit to yourself and shut up. I ain't never been on. I ain't never been telling a bunch of people about girls I had sex with. That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yep. You got anything else on this, buddy? Nope. All right, we go ahead and move it along. Switching gears, most def, um, the rapper most def uh, recently called Drake's music shopping music when he was asked by an interviewer, "Is Drake hip hop?" And I thought that it was kind of a I won't say a leading question, but it was kind of like she already had like a smirk on her face. She knew what she was. She doing. knew what she was doing. She was trying to solicit a behavior out of him, and I thought that was a corny job by the interviewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake's music might technically be considered rap. If you had to throw it in the genre bin, but Yasin Bey, aka Most Def, said it ain't pure hip hop as far as he's considered. The legendary MC recently sat down for an interview with the Cutting Room Floor um, podcast, where the host asked him straight up if he considered Drizzy to be hip hop, which made for a fascinating exchange. Long story short, no, Most Def doesn't think Aubrey's in the circle. He didn't directly say no. He said it's more pop is what mm-hmm. he said. Mm-hmm. And he also said it's like something you would hear like if you're shopping. And then he kinda like just start like giggling. Right. But here's the problem I have with most deaf. Mm-hmm. Like I love most deaf and I've I i can I come from an I come from a uh a time where I've probably taken in more hip hop than a lot of people. And I'm old enough to have heard a lot of hip hop, but I'm still young enough to where I'm still receiving it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was shit. Was corny by most. Dev. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, when you talk about Drake, you shouldn't be giggling and laughing. Mm-hmm. Like Drake is Drake. Like hip hop is not a monolithic genre. But mm-hmm. it's annoying that it's looked at that way because there's not genres cut up within hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like you know, uh, with country music, they got it's kind of. I think they got like bluegrass or whatever. They just that there's certain sectors of of country that are different. You know. Mm-hmm. And with hip-hop, they're not granted that type of freedom. Like, truth be told, I'm the type of guy that I love the yin-yang twins, but I also love Common, and I also love Most Def, and I also love Method Man, and I also love Drake, and I also love 21 Savage, and I also love uh, uh, J. Cole and Kendrick, and I also love Lil John. Like, I love hip-hop, and I think that all of it is hip-hop even fucking Iggy Azalea is a form of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a fan of hers. But the thing about it is is like when you when you in your mind you've already created the metrics of what hip hop is to you, right? And most def is like laughing off Drake like that's just ignorant. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of seeing old acts do this shit. Stop doing that. You don't have to like Drake per se, but if you say is Drake hip hop, you can say I think Drake is definitely different. I think that what we would like uh, what we would traditionally consider hip hop, like he's probably not that, but he's still hip hop in a different way. That's a good way of answering the question. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you how to answer the question. I can't tell you how to do it. but what I can tell you is it's shitty to be sitting up there giggling when you talk about Drake. <coughs> Drake is literally one of the greatest hip-hop artists or straight artists of all time. Yeah. And I don't think that's something, I think he's done enough work in his career where he shouldn't be giggled and laughed at. Not to mention, you talk about hip-hop, right? Like, I mean, if hip-hop is more than, like, just that, like, isn't it, like, fashion? Is is fashion a form of hip-hop also? Mm-hmm. I mean, what he's wearing is not very fashionable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not very hip-hop. He looked kind of, honestly, most definitely look kind of flamboyant <laughs> sitting up there. It. You didn't huh. see the, the interview? Nah. He was sitting up there looking. He was moving his hands, kind of flamboyant too. Oh dang! Go look at the video. I being
1: just, gay is not hip hop.
0: Yeah, that, <laughs> dick is not hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't calling that man gay. All I'm saying is he did look. He did look a little flamboyant while he was up there talking. You know, giggling. <laughs>
1: Somebody gonna cut that up crazy one day. What? Saying me saying being gay is not hip hop.
0: Oh man! It's like he's homophobic. I knew it from the very beginning that he was doing that, and that is not satire. That is truly who Keith is. Keith is a homophobe. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. That's crazy. It's sad, it's sad how people will create content on the internet mm-hmm. because they're using your content. Yeah, like we're kind of doing it now, except mm-hmm. we're 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 trying to view it like we're trying to get the full spectrum of it. We're not just trying to shortchange them.
2: Yeah, you
1: know? I, I think. At the end of the day, it's hate, you know. If yeah. you mention, if you want to bring up anybody, I think a lot of this stuff is, is you know, it's never objective no. um, because, you know, when you are speaking about somebody, especially in this platform um, and, that, and that style of an interview, you're always obviously going to bring up names that actually matter, you know. It's never, there's never going to be a conversation about, like, the, the artist on uh, Spotify that is, you know, not moving the needle, you know, it's, you know, you, you're going to bring up a guy like Drake's name because he's the biggest artist, you know, the biggest hip-hop artist, you know, in probably ever, right? He's broken all kind of awards, you know, the Beatles, you know, singles awards and mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's awards and all this, you know, number one records in the country and stuff like that. So I think that, you know, it's it, that that's always going to be part of the conversation. And I will say, I think, you know, I agree with you in terms of, like, laughing it off like Drake is not really anybody to laugh at because, you know, he's super talented and it takes a lot of talent to be able to do what he's done over the course of, you know, however, 10 plus years. Um, And um, I just think, you know, at his, I think for him... He doesn't really want to be put in a box, right? You right. know, he he kind of came out the gate singing and rapping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, still to this day, he's, you know, still singing and rapping. And I think that, I think there's some merit to what he's saying in terms of Drake being like, if we just look at pop in terms of... um you know the the true definition of it meaning like popular music like you know music that is like you know out is for everybody you know I I get that like it is I would I would consider him to be like you know I wouldn't call him he would even say he says he says he's a pop star but I just think like you know in terms of like I think at his core though like you know you always know the the last record on his album is going to be a song where he just, you know, it's just straight bars for like oh, 10 yeah. minutes. You know what I mean? So I think at his core, he's a, you know, he's a rapper, rapper. But, you know, just like I, I just I just hate to do it in a demeaning way. And, yeah. I, and I and I think that, like you said, it's just not no room or it's not even necessary to, yeah. to do that. And
0: like I mentioned before, I'm a huge fan of. Tons of different hip hop. I'm a fan of black thought. I'm a fan of common. I'm a fan of most deaf. I'm a fan of, mm-hmm. like, you know, all these, you know, really older acts and younger acts. Mm-hmm. And what I could tell you is, is like, imagine if John Sally, right? Imagine if John Sally is getting interviewed and he's and they ask him during the interview, um, so do you think uh do you think Michael Jordan is the best? Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, hmm, uh, I mean. He probably couldn't play in this era, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck is John Sally to laugh at Michael Jordan? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And this hip hop shit, most deaf is John Sally. Yeah. And I, and I'm not saying that John Sally was sorry. He was a role player. Mm-hmm. But most def isn't so great that he gets to laugh at fucking Drake. He mm-hmm. cannot do it. You no. cannot do it. So people gotta especially
1: when like you, when you uh, you have respect from. Other people who right. like a guy like J. Cole would be like, you know, Drake is, you know, the goat or you thank know he shows respect to him. So thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Most definitely can't do that. You can't do that. <clears throat>
0: also, that's a great point. If you want to talk about hip hop, J. Cole and Kendrick are considered traditional hip hop artists. Are yeah. they not? Yeah. So why is it that when they talk about who's the greatest, they say J. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. Drake mm-hmm. Drake is being respected by his peers, so why don't you respect him? Yeah, that's the shit. That's wild. Because it's hey. just
1: hate, dog. Like when you when you really think about it, and um, you know, I think that um, J Cole he mentioned this, you know, and and he did an interview with Lil Yachty, and he talked about how, you know, when um Soulja Boy popped off and he right. doing the dancing and stuff, and he like, yo, I'm really. I really care about my craft. I really care about lyrics. And I'm spending all night trying to like craft these these great songs, these well-written songs. And then somebody comes and does a dance song. And then they start going crazy. And, he, you know, he starts to judge, you know, he starts to judge them and, and, and hate and mm-hmm. r- what you really hate. But what he was like, he was like, one day, you know, I had to realize that I'm hating, one, and then understand, like, under, mm-hmm. and then, you know, create a way to appreciate it for what it is. Like, mm-hmm. appreciate Oh, Soldier Boy is is really a vibe. Like when this come on yes. and the kids hear it, like everybody start dancing. Yeah. So I think that um that's one of the things. And that that's one of the things for me too. Like I try to look at everything objectively. Um, you know, so um and I and I try not to hate about anything because it's one thing to dislike something and it's another thing to hate. Yeah. And I and I hear that and I try like if I if I hear it, I try to like you know, for, with people around me, I try to make sure they understand, like, you know, I'm disliking something objectively. So, like, there's even, like, local filmmakers and, you know, uh, you know, people that I know that are, like, filmmakers from L.A. or whatever, and they'll post their content. And, you know, me and my friends will talk about it, and I'll be like, yeah, I just think, like you know, that was cool. But they also like, you know, they, they probably should work on this area. They should, you know, learn to develop characters or they should, you know, screen, uh, practice screenwriting a little bit more, or find a, a mentor to help them out or something like that. But then there are some, like some of my friends, like, for example, I, I won't say who said this, but um, when Creed 3 came out, right, I actually liked the movie. Um, I thought it was really good. And um I was uh, I was talking to one of my friends about it, and he was just like, you know, he was like, ah, because Michael B. Jordan directed it It was his directing debut, and we were talking about like, you know, um, what he was able to do and carrying on a franchise, and you know, and his directing debut and all this stuff, and how the fight scenes were pretty dope. But then my friend was just like, yo, he was like, ah, it's kind of a layup. He was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's like, it's like, and I was like, nah, he kind of like he directed the movie, like you you, you can't really, like. It was like it could have went bad, you know. There's a version of that movie where, you know, it was it was a failure. And he was like, Nah, you know, it's like it's like is is you know, it's it's a layup, dog. Like the mm-hmm. the franchise is there, you got the actors and everything, like, you know, he he didn't really have to do much. And I'm like, Nah. That, so that's like that's hate, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and that's why I was just like, That's not one, I don't believe that. And two, mm-hmm. like I think even if that was the case, like um, which it wasn't the case. Like he did a good job, like being a direct, you can't fake being a director. Like when you Mm -hmm. show up as Michael B. Jordan, you, the act leading actor, you know, you're and you're the director of the franchise. Like you are the person saying action. You are the person talking to people. You are the person telling the cameraman where, where, where you want the camera to go. Um, you can't just show up and fake the phone. It
0: don't work like that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also too, um, like artists like Lil Bow Wow, uh, Soldier Boy, mm-hmm. Jermaine Dupree, um, the Yin Yang Twins, like all these type of guys are necessary to mm-hmm. hip hop. Mm-hmm. They're necessary because when it comes to women like shaking their ass or having a good time, they're not turning on most deaf. Yeah. <laughs> they're not turning on common. Then he had
2: a
1: song like, I forgot, he had a song, uh, I'll look it up. I like Well, Miss Fat Booty. Miss. That's what it was called. Yeah. 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 But it was like.
0: I even, know. I that one.
1: Yeah. But but even then, it's like they wasn't playing that in no Atlanta strip no, club. No. Yeah.
0: No. No. Yeah, yeah. And I love most <coughs> death, bro. I'm a fan of most death. Mm-hmm. But I I can tell when the niggas hating, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. Yeah. And I think that like all these different elements of hip hop are absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All of it is hip hop. Even mm. back, uh, the, what's the uh, the new boys? You're a jerk. You're mm. a jerk. Even that shit is hip hop. All now, of it yeah. is.
1: And and it, it takes you know it takes like um like you said I think one music is a vibe. So right. at the end of the day, um, we got like for example for me, um, on a Sunday we record this on Sunday. You know, I wake up in the morning and I go to church. So that's like strictly like gospel music right and then you leave from there and then you watch a football game and you you know you listen to the intro and all that stuff and it might be like a hip-hop song that plays while the players are running out and stuff like that so I say that to say like it's like it's vibes it's like everything has its pocket everything has its its space in this you know in this world and even like you mentioned like with um I would say though I think not There, I would say that in every genre, there's like purist. Mm. And I think that even in country, like, you know, you had the example of country earlier. I think even in country, when people seen Lil Nas X or they Mm. seen Taylor Swift, everybody was kind of like judging it. That ain't real country. Yeah, exactly. Jelly
0: Roll, they said, that ain't real country. Jelly Roll ain't country.
1: Yeah, even in jazz. Like I took a jazz appreciation Mm. course. And, um, you know, people would be like, you know, Miles Davis might be the most popular jazz artist, but people was like, ah, oh, you know, he's what? he was good. But, you know, that's... that's what's
0: another... Is, is scat another form of jazz?
1: Um, scat is... I'm not sure if that's an actual genre, but... Um, is
0: this scat like... Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't call
1: that a genre. That's more of a, like, just a style. Yeah, yeah. Scatting. That's what, like... What's the name be doing that sometimes? Yeah. Um, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, God dang, he did the yam song. Can I get to the camps?
0: sweet Yeah. He be scatting. Really? What's the dude's name? I don't know. I forget. They remade. Somebody remade the song too. though. Yeah, but the guy that
1: sing like the um, I don't know if he seen the original, but the one that I'm talking about, he got the braids and whatnot. He plays like all kind of instruments. Oh, um, but yeah, he 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 he's like a a jazz musician. You know, and then he's also like he sings and stuff like that. I wonder if like Aretha Franklin
0: had elements of scat in her music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's all. That was just a sound. Yeah, that wasn't even like a lyric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Masego is his name. That's something. Oh, Masego. Oh, Macego. okay. Yeah, Masego. He's he's a he used to do like I I found you know you'd be like saying like dang I found this dude years ago before he was verified actually mm-hmm. um, Masego was like going crazy on SoundCloud oh. and he would do covers of. Uh, like hip hop songs, Uh but he would do like jazz, like jazz versions of them. And then it would be like, he would do some dope stuff. The super
0: jazz people are kind of weird though. Like they have like jazz uh, cafes Uh and people like go up there and they'd be like. (laughs) Not in a jazz cafe. That's like poetry stuff. I think oh, ass poetry.
1: Yeah, not in jazz. Is but just, the yeah.
0: poetry people are weird too, though. Yeah, the They're poetry like, is different. Poetry people be talking in the ways you be like, I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah. love, hate, bring, hear, come, leave, love, laugh. Yeah. Be faithful. Bust a nut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> feels good. Feels amazing.
1: <laughs> Bend that ass
0: over. Let that coochie breathe. I say breathe. Breathe, Coochie. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. jazz people really be getting in jazz people will take a whole like hip hop song and turn it into like some random like mm-hmm. motivational poets. Like mm-hmm. they'll be like From the Windows to the wall. Let's
1: <laughs> see. <laughs>
0: From the walls to Jupiter to back (laughs) to the sweat falls off of my testicles and my A.K.A. balls (laughs) because... The white man has held me back for so long <laughs> that the windows to the walls dripped down my balls you my people. <laughs> you were like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? They, they, did,
1: they used to do that with the uh, deaf poetry jam. Yeah, they did. Yeah, guys like Kanye and uh, DMX would go on there. And it wasn't really poetry. It was it just was, his lyrics. It, yeah, it was just his lyrics. But um, He
0: just broke his lyrics down. This is very typical narcissistic fucking yeah. Kanye. Yeah. Or I don't want to call him narcissistic because you know I can't I can't uh, uh, diagnose that, mm-hmm. uh, but I will say a very uh, well egocentric. Is that a good word? Though? Yeah, that might be. That might be a good like word. just to spend a hundred bucks on this, mm-hmm. just to say, nigga, you ain't up on <laughs> <this."> <laughs> nigga. That's your
1: song. Yeah, <laughs> I just played <laughs> it on the way here. You just played <laughs> it on the way to this <laughs> deaf
0: comedy. Uh, oh, not deaf comedy. Deaf <laughs> poetry yeah. Yeah, that was dope though. It was a vibe. Yeah, but like no, no slight to most deaf man. Yeah, but I, you know, I ain't calling the man gay, but he did look a little flamboyant up during that interview. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People, he people. Deaf. He's one of those fashion people now. Really? Yeah, it's some dude that walks up to celebrities and he'd be like, "Yo, what you wear? Yeah, what you got on? What you got on? What you got? How much is is like, right there?" He's like, "I got the miri top. Oh, a miri, a miri, a miri. <laughs> I got the you know." The bow legged pants, bow leg. Okay, how, much is, that bow- how much is that one? How much is that right there? He's like, oh, this this was thirty five hundred. Okay, oh, thirty five hundred on the feet, thirty five hundred on the feet. Yeah, and, and <laughs> what kind of chain are you wearing? Oh, this is pure Kamaji. Oh, Kamaji in the building? <laughs> He's like, Dude, get the fuck out of <laughs> here, man! <laughs> I never want to be that rich to where I'm wearing fucking Batman suits and people tell me that it looks good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No way, man. No way. <laughs> you see Kanye? He had like shoulder pads on with some leggings. Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with this nigga? He got his cakes out. Mm-hmm. Kanye walk around with some leggings on, with his cakes out, with like a a police shirt from fucking uh, France. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With shoulder mm-hmm. pads, I feel bad for his wife. She had a fucking tenfold hat on walking down the street. Mm-hmm. God dang. <laughs> All Kanye do is show his wife's titties on his motherfucking Instagram. What's up with that? Yeah, he need to
1: um, he need ha- his star- his wife need to start an OnlyFans. You might as well. Yeah, yeah, go crazy.
0: Kanye'll be like, instead of only fans, my wife got Kanye fans. <laughs> Subscribe right now. <laughs> we changing the industry, y'all. It's only fans. <laughs> you know, and it's crazy. Like, <clears throat> I got my wife on Kanye fans. By the way, Diddy was doing wild stuff, peeing on people. Man, y'all stay away from Diddy, y'all. God bless. <laughs> <be> like, what? <laughs> you see that weird video Diddy just came out with? Nah. This nigga Diddy trying to, he's trying to fix his image and it didn't work at all. What'd he do? He got on there and he was like, yo, I'm just getting tired or like you know, sitting back and allowing people to create narratives or whatever oh, yeah, about my name. Like, ago. fuck all that. <clears throat> Be the light, man. Be the light, man. You <clears throat> got to shine bright. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, no. I didn't see that one. This no. the newest one. This is no, recent. No, I didn't see
1: that yet. No, I didn't. The the thing that I was thought you was talking about, it wasn't even a video that I'm thinking about. It was just a post. Oh, this is a video. Up. He yeah.
0: started, he's like, first of all, let me touch on something real quick. And then somebody in the comments said, nah, you don't need to touch yeah, nothing, bro. Yeah, don't
1: touch You, <laughs> you don't, don't need touch, to touch, touch nothing. First, don't touch nothing, bro. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what's funny about these celebrities, though, is when they do something stupid and they try to get back and, you know, they try to get the court of public opinion back into their good graces, they always post these raggedy fucking videos, like motivational videos. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't need some celebrity to tell me to do something. Like, it'll be like... Yo, man, forget all the talking and all that, man. Be the light. Like, be the light, man. Don't let people try to, you know, get on you and say things about you and shut down what you got going on. You got things going on, man. Be the light, man. Be the light. Straight up. Word up. And he's just, like, walking around. Like, he's, like, in the public just walking around making these videos. And I'm like, bro, your shit is over with, bro. Like, nobody's going to fuck with you anymore. Yeah,
1: I think that the in those cases, like... <clears throat> i don't know this is what i would would say though um jonathan majors he came out he sat on good morning america and he didn't answer no question i didn't see he did it. a whole interview and he didn't answer one question he just was on there and they were like you know so you know basically like what you know what happened how did she get the scars he's like i wish i knew that's, you know, that's the question that, you know, we're all wondering. I don't know how she got you those She not even did an interview. And then it was like, another question was like, you know, um, is there, is there any like, you know, any regrets or anything that you have? And he was like, you know, um, he was like, I didn't do anything wrong, but you know, what I will say is the, you know, the only thing that I regret is not breaking up with her sooner, not having the, you know, the or bra- uh, not having the you didn't say balls, but not having the balls to break up with this woman, you know, before the relationship got a hand and just say that I wanted to see other people. And I was like, He really Jonathan Majors, this?
0: do you beat your meat? I don't beat anybody. <laughs> I, just, I just stay to myself and pray and So you don't masturbate. No, I don't have a master. I don't. That's how he's answering the question. And then it was like, you know, uh,
1: Megan Good is stuck by your side this whole long. Like, what does that say about her? And he's just like, you know, I just think I found a one. You know, she's, she's just, you know, she's stuck by my side and just really been the strength that I need. She's, uh, she's a real Coretta. That's what he said. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it panned to her, and she just sitting there just, like, Quiet. looking on, mm-hmm. like, you know, just, like, you know,
0: in awe of this man. This, this is cringy, man. It's yeah. cringy because she went and found a nigga with a bunch of problems. She was she was married to a pastor. Yeah. You know, you leave a pastor, and you go find a nigga with a bunch of problems. <laughs> that's how it's, like, uh, That's that's dysfunctional. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I, I would say, um, I don't know about their relationship, but what I, what I will say is I think that Jonathan Majors, I think he shouldn't have said nothing. I think nah. his career is, I think he's okay. Like, I think take he going to have to lay low for a minute. A um, yeah, lay low for a minute, and then he's going to have to work his way up the ranks. You know, he going to have to do, um, you know, a little short film here, maybe like, you know, a little uh, very, very indie, low budget project, and then... You know, um, I was saying about about three years he'll be good. This is like even this is the crazy part when um, <clears throat> when Chris Brown when Chris Brown I said Chris Brown when Chris Brown got into the uh, the situation with Rihanna um, it was we thought he was done like he can't even come outside. I remember googling his name; it was nothing on the internet about this man. And then he started doing a couple mixtapes. Mm-hmm. You know, he, I think he I think he had released one album after it was a it was an album he released. Um, it was very poppy. It just it was a straight flop. Nobody was listening to it. Um, and I remember hearing it. And I was like, dang, this one ain't it. And then he went away. He started hanging out with Tiger, mm-hmm. started hanging out with uh, Kevin McCall, a mm-hmm. um, couple L.A. producers and stuff like that. He was doing the mixtapes and then he had that No Bull song and then a couple other songs. And then just like that, he was right back into the forefront. Well, it's been music. proven in
0: Hollywood. If, you, if you're a really good musician, <clears throat> if you're a really good musician and you're really great at what you do, you definitely could beat women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's crazy.
0: I mean, hey, look, I'm sorry, but that's, mm-hmm. that's the message that we send. Yeah. Because, that, you know, women are paying, you know, over $1,000 to go backstage with, with uh, Chris Brown and take pictures with him. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're talented, nobody's going to hold you accountable for beating women. Do you think that um, people have the ability to um, change, like be a changed person? I, I think the change. I think the change can happen. I think the people can redeem themselves. But if we're being very blunt and honest, we understand that a vast majority of people do not better themselves. Mm-hmm. That's man, woman, child, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't better themselves after being physically abusive to women. If you've had that behavior for quite some times, it's tough to break. Mm -hmm. you've built a bunch we're creatures of habit what we do habitually over time is who we are all i i don't know chris brown i I don't want to hold him till his worst moment ever however beating on a woman is very low to me Mm -hmm. it's very low you know what i'm saying and for me he doesn't have anything to prove to me at all i hope he's doing well i genuinely do but if you're james brown you could beat women if you're Chris Brown, you could beat women. If you're Bobby Brown, not really, because he, he smoked a lot of crack. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think Bobby Brown ever beat women. Yeah, I don't think he had a um, at least not a reputation for. All that. he did was beat his pipe, you know, yeah. uh, beat his crack pipe. But besides <clears throat> that, there was nothing else. If you're Rick James, you could beat women. You just it just what Hollywood and what the music industry has proven is that you can physically. Beat on a woman if you are talented. If you're not that talented, you gotta go away. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're Tory Lanez, he's so talented that people will support him to the time he got convicted. They will still support him. Yeah. yeah. So if if okay, let's if we exchange Tory Lane's with a less talented like a less talented um, act, there would be less support for him. Yeah.
1: I don't think anybody would care. I just don't. Away.
0: I don't know why we're like that as a society. Anybody doing any wrongdoing to women should be held accountable. But if your music is slapping, like people didn't want to believe R. Kelly peed on them girls. There's like, ain't no way he did that, man. And I support. They just trying to bring a black man down. And it's like, well, maybe if you didn't stop, if you kept, I mean, you kept playing "Step in the Name of Love" and all your, uh, yeah, <laughs> at all your family functions, you don't want to believe that R. Kelly is peeing on people. I wonder.
1: Um, we were always talking about like, um, we were talking about it during the live thing about like separating the production from the producer or something like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, you know, for me, I obviously am not a a supporter of domestic violence and, um, I do, um, I'm not going to say like I listen to Chris Brown's music a lot, but, um, I do have you know my favorite Chris Brown songs for sure. So mm-hmm. oh yeah, he I got, <clears throat> Chris
0: Brown got some fucking slappers. Yeah, he I got like got a lot many. of
1: his. I like a lot of his older, like when he was a teenager, yeah. like those first Let few. Let me albums. see if
0: you can run it. Run yeah, it. I like Get a lot G- of that, that stuff.
1: Um, yeah, and even stuff he like low key like demos and stuff he he had
0: before he got signed. Chris Brown is an OG. Mm-hmm. Like he legit's a legit OG. Yeah, he's been around. He, he's for not even. While. He's only like thirty four, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. that's crazy. Chris Brown been making music, I think, since I was in high school.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is wild. Start, I mean, he's he was like a teenager, probably like 16, 17
0: when a lot of those songs came out. Yeah, let me see, because I'm older than him by, I think, four years. Let me see. Yeah. He has some songs out. I think he was in junior high when some of them songs came out. Yeah. Let me see. Chris Brown. I yeah, think he B.T. Was, days, one hundred and six and Park days. He was born in 89. Let me see. Chris Brown. Yep, 89. He's 34. May. He'll be 35. Yeah, yep. I got him by... Uh, so, yeah. He... Uh, yeah, I got him by four years. But he definitely was making music when I was in high school. Yeah, he signed his record deal when he was 16. Oh, uh, shit. So...
1: Yeah, right in there it says 2005. He left Essex High School and headed for New York City to pursue a music career. And soon after, he signed with Drive Records at 16 years old. Yeah, self-titled self-titled album debuted in. Um, Chris Brown peaked at number two on the Billboard. Yeah, dang, crazy.
0: Damn, that's nuts. <clears throat> Yeah, this dude's been in there a long time. Some girl popped up. Dang, she fine as hell. Jesus Christ.
2: Uh, hey.
0: Well, hope he's not beating her. All right, uh, let's go ahead and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Imagine like when they drop a beat in the studio. Like, do-do-do, sh- do Man, I'm about to beat this beat down. <laughs> <laughs> all right switching gears and uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up after this uh joe coy uh joe coy was at the golden globes um he had a variety of jokes and some of them funny some of them not but it's completely object it's subjective. uh so yeah joe coy performs first stand-up since bombing at the golden globes mock soft caleb crowd can we fucking laugh at ourselves in quote on an icy 19 degree uh Night in St. Louis, comedian Joe Coy was nowhere to be found amid a Midwestern snowstorm. His flight was Los Angeles canceled. Blah, blah, blah. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, 25 minutes after 8 p.m. start time for Joe Coy World Tour. Theater announced, ladies and gentlemen, we're dealing with. Why is it? This is extra stuff. Okay. This is what he said in quote. Uh, said, holy shit, right? Said Coy of the applause. This big hug that you gave me is all I need. Swear to God. Fucking whirlwind. So basically, while he was at that uh at the Golden Globes, he told some jokes. I'm trying to find the one he said about Taylor Swift. You remember what he said uh, verbatim?
1: Um, I can't quote it, but it's a short joke, so I'm sure it's on uh I can yes. find it real
0: quick. Joe Coy. Taylor Swift. Do-do-do-do-do. Joe Coy defends Taylor Swift after Golden Globes. Nope, don't care. Joe Coy says there was no ill intent with the Taylor Swift joke. Here we go. Let's go get it. And it says. I didn't understand the Taylor Tiff, the comedian told Los Angeles Times Thursday. Mind you, that one was just getting rewritten 50 times. Never ran it through all the way up until we had to walk out. It's just weird. We're. Where do you place it? And we kept hammering it and cutting it down, but the whole intention of the joke was to make fun of the NFL. He continued it was like the cool thing about the Globes. Still not showing the joke? I think
1: I found it. You got it? Yeah. Let's see. As you know, we came on after a football
0: doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's
2: just more to go to. Here. Sorry about that.
0: As you know... What the hell is that noise? I was about to be like, did he now fart? That was kind of weird, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Keith over here laying him silent <laughs> fart. You know it, you know what's hilarious when somebody farts in the middle of a conversation and they try to act like you didn't hear it? <laughs> They're like, yeah, so I went over to the doctor earlier. Yeah, you got to play it off.
2: <laughs>
0: or it'd be like them little low bass farts. like... <laughs> Yeah, I I don't see a problem with the joke. And sometimes, as a comedian, part of being a comedian is bombing. I don't say that that's not on the Golden Globes, though. That's like bombing at a special. It is what it is, man. I I don't. I don't think people. People are not like for me. I would find the funny in the joke just because I like most people aren't immersed in comedy, so they don't understand that you know you're not always going to be funny. That's a part of being funny. It's like hundred percent of the shit that comes out your mouth is not always gonna be funny. I've heard some jokes from Chris Rock where I was like, hmm, yeah, I didn't laugh at that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The same yeah. thing with all the comedians I love, but I don't I don't make them like I don't look at them like oh this shit was trash. Yeah. Like it's hard to deliver every time. That's just not real. Yeah. I think that
1: it's it's one of those things like if you're gonna make a joke about the biggest conversation over the past year and over the football season mm-hmm. um it gotta be fire, you know? Yeah. Like Taylor Swift, everybody has the 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 premise is there, you know. It's kinda like, you know, as we're watching football and we see Taylor Swift more than we see some of the football players on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the premise. But, you know, you gotta come with some heat if you're gonna have a Taylor Swift joke. Yeah. And um that wasn't that wasn't really heat. The it issue,
0: the, <clears throat> the issue to me is we don't know how many people are fucking sucking Taylor Swift's asshole, and they don't want to have an edgy joke regarding Taylor Swift because she's really that powerful. That's like making fun of Beyonce at this point. Beyonce and Taylor Swift are both fucking massive. They yeah. are like the two biggest artists on the planet. So cracking a joke on them, you it, you you kind of gotta soften it up. And nah. I'm, I'm, you got to soften it up. And then if you. That's not. He didn't
1: soften it up, though. That was just a bad joke.
0: It wasn't a great joke, but I'm yeah. saying, what I'm saying is, is you got to do a little buttoned up, like corny one liner, not that funny. And I'm sure he had to run that. He talked about how they, they, uh, read the joke over, over and over and over, like 50 times. Yeah. Like it, you're putting that much thought into that joke because it's fucking Taylor Swift. Like, yeah. If, like to me, I'd be like, the thing about it is, is I can't say how I would tell the joke, mm-hmm. but the about, they probably wouldn't allow, they they wouldn't allow a comedian to get on there. Like they would not allow Andrew shows to get up there and, and crack Taylor Swift jokes because he's going to take it too far. But the thing
1: is, the result was still the same. Like mm-hmm. the Swifties were probably mad and she didn't laugh at all. Mm-hmm. So I just say funny is funny. And if it would have been different if she she might not have liked it it's the same situation with chris rock like you know it's like it's kind of clunky the whole like jane doe is like s- such a dated a dated joke i just think that you know when i think about hosts like amazing hosts i always think about like there's like bt the bt awards they had like a four they had like a four year run where their shows were just amazing mm. you had like Monique come out you know you mm-hmm. had like Jamie Foxx even like mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx at the Espy's you know
0: mm.
1: where they can get out there and they can make fun of LeBron James and they can make fun of you know Serena Williams yeah. and you know uh, Monique she's make she's not making fun of Beyonce but she's like referencing the O dance and all this stuff like mm-hmm. those were the people Monique is like talking about the yin yang twins about how she can't understand their music Mm -hmm. but you know all all these different things like but it's like it's it's funny above all Mm. i think now you know we can make the excuse that you know the landscape yeah you can't really make edgy jokes but like at the end of the day like cat williams said the same thing he was like you know if you need all of the disrespectful stuff to be funny then you probably just not that funny you know like there's a way to be funny and obviously like you know, you, you, you gotta be mindful of the times, but like, you know, you can't use, you know, only saying the F word or, you know, the F bomb or the word that rhymes with maggot and all these other things to be funny. Um, you know, there's ways, there's ways around that. And I, and I think, you know, just in terms of Taylor Swift or whoever else, like, you know, it, it's, um, the material is there and we, we, we understand the premise and, You know, we understand that Taylor Swift has become like this huge conversation. And there's a version of that joke that's probably funny. It probably would have needed to be worked out a little bit more. But, yeah, that's just kind of it just
0: fell flat, man. And that's that's really what it is. I hear you. Recently, uh, Cat Williams, they showed like a part of a stand up Mm -hmm. and he was like, what's crazy to me is Jamie Foxx had a mystery illness. Motherfucker said mystery illness Mm -hmm. and they cured it what <laughs> but the way <laughs> because it's him and the way he tells his jokes yeah. that shit had me crying yeah his, his cadence and yeah his, his cadence way he tell the jokes yeah. yeah yeah but yeah he he had a shot it wasn't a shot at really jamie fox it was just like him talking around it's literally what happened nobody really knows what happened to mm-hmm. jamie fox he never said what happened to him yeah He just popped up one day and it was... was, He said, yeah, man, I almost died, man. They prayed over me and stuff. And I'm like, what did you have?
1: A mystery illness. Yeah, you have a mystery illness.
0: It's like, I know you're keeping stuff secret, but God damn.
1: Yeah. I think, I would say, going back to Joe Coy, I think that, you know, he did himself a disservice by getting it like 10 days ago. Yeah. Especially knowing that it was a pretty big year. You have, you know, Barbie, you have Oppenheimer. You know, those those are like, Built both billion dollar movies that were that I think they dropped on the same day, dang near, Damn. um, or like pretty close in proximity. What's up? Have seen either one of them? Yeah, I've seen both of them. Both of them are pretty decent movies. Mm. But um, you watch Barbie? Cuz yeah, I watch Barbie. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I mean everybody watch Barbie. Gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I I just think that um, you know he he I, like I said he only had ten days to prepare so. So that's understandable, but it's one of those things where like um it's what you signed up for, right? So you can't you can't like if it went well, right? If everybody laughed at the Taylor Swift joke, the conversation around 10 days wouldn't have mm-hmm. wouldn't have even came up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like if somebody had to prepare for, you know, um I don't know, like say they were studying for a test or something like that and mm-hmm. they go in there and ace it they're going to be like, ooh, that was that was cool. But if, like, you know, if they go in there and fail, they might be like, teacher, we only got two weeks to study for the final and we didn't really get this till you know, you know how it goes. So I just say, like, um, 10 days, That that's tough to, you know, curate a whole show and, yeah. you know, with a team of writers and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. I, I just feel like, you know, you, you can't really take on the, the job and then, like, like he was kind of apologizing in it that's what i that's what i would say like i feel like as a as a comedian when a joke don't land Don't apologize. Don't apologize for you know it not working. Just Just, keep on on not being funny. Just keep on going, man. It's
0: like, hey guys, knock knock. (laughs) Who's there? Uh, Knocker, knocker. Yeah, yeah. Just get the fuck off. (laughs)
1: Just, just move on. Yeah,
0: move on to the next non funny joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Charlamagne said he was busting up laughing because he uh, he loves like when people bomb on stage. Yeah, like he said a bomb is funny. Yeah, yeah. The funny, the funniest one, like. The, the funniest reference that Charlemagne makes that we have me dying, he said he had a, uh, a buddy he went to his comedy show, and then uh, <laughs> he said the dude was bombing real bad, mm-hmm. and the dude said, man... White people getting pit bulls now, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody said nobody laughed at all, and he said he was the only one there screaming, laughing. <laughs> 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 oh, that's got to make the bomb funnier when no one's laughing but one guy, <laughs> and he's like, ah. <laughs> That's when you got to lean into that. You got to lean into that one guy. Yeah. I think whenever you're not being that funny, you got to lean into some things. If you see a guy with a Dallas Cowboy jersey on, you'd be like, you're a Dallas Cowboy fan. Any Dallas Cowboy fans in here? are like, yeah. How long you been gay, man? <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: I think, I, I don't know. I think, I, I mean, I'm not as um, seasoned as, as Joe Coy. I just think that. Right. Um He's like super successful though, and Absolutely. I guess it just you know when when it comes to one, it's the room, right? Like, and that's, that's where I was not your at. room, and you can't really compare the BET Awards to the Golden Globes. And I don't even know how to. I wouldn't. I'm, I can't really reference like a funny award show like on that scale because uh-uh. a lot of them have kind of like you know like Schultz was saying on their podcast. He was saying like you know this is like the Hollywood elite. You know they're very wealthy people. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're there for, you know, to see people accept awards about, you know, how great of a movie they made or how great of an actor they were. So, um, I don't know. I I think, you know, maybe there's a version of it where you actually don't make fun of people,
0: right? Yeah, like that that really watered down fucking Trevor Noah comedy. Yeah, they love that. They they love that fucking extremely uh, soft liberal comedy. You kind know, kind of like
1: the, the the maybe like a version of it where like it, it just kind of aligns with their liberal
0: ideology. Yeah, it'll you know be like uh he said. He was on some award show like a year or two ago, and he's like, "We're going to do these. We're gonna uh, bring out the the autists, and we're going to keep our names out of people's mouths."
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah.
0: like, man, shut the
1: fuck yeah, up! Yeah, laughing, that's not funny.
0: Yeah, it wasn't funny at all. But everybody's busting up laughing because it strokes their ego. Everybody's ego is getting stroked. So you could tell these jokes that, you know, my thing is I if I'm telling a joke and it's fucking hilarious and it's making somebody uncomfortable, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And I and I won't keep leaning into the person, but like that's the that's the, the sacrifice you make. Like with comedy, these people are cracking jokes. Like at Dave Chappelle shows, what was the one he had of uh, Sticks and Stones? Yeah. He did. Uh, he was saying some stuff about it. I think. The, I think it was talking about his trans fan at, at mm-hmm. that time. Uh, I forgot Daphne, mm-hmm. and he was cracking jokes. And when somebody stood up and they walked out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, like, a comedian is not for you. Like, a, mm-hmm. a comedian is not personalized for you. Mm-hmm. A comedian is making the room laugh, not just you. Yeah. So I. I that's the thing. That's the same shit that happened with fucking. Uh, Matt rife, Matt Rife was so used to being a boy toy that when he tried to finally speak out or or he tried to be i guess edgy mm-hmm. women didn't they didn't like that shit mm-hmm. this whole time you've been you've been our little boy toy doing what we what we wanted you to do, and now you want to start cracking jokes about domestic violence, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I don't
1: know, man. It's, it's tough out there. I know Kevin Hart came out and he said that he would never do an award show, or that was a headline. I didn't read the article, but
0: he apologized for something. I think the tweets that came out about him with the the uh, the gay. He would hit. His, he said he, if he found out his son was gay, he would hit him over the head with something or something like that.
1: Yeah, he apologized. I'm talking about this is a more recent thing where he said he he's like he just said you know that there's not a, really a um, it's not really a, a a space where you can actually you know. It's
0: just like the times is
1: different. You can't really tell jokes no more.
0: No, but you know what else, though? Uh, I'll say this. I've noticed like since Cat Williams did that interview, people are under Kevin Hart's comments trolling the fuck out of him. Everything he. Oh, my God. It's annoying. Mm -hmm. Every time he posts and he's been doing a lot of posting. Like I I, I follow Kevin Hart and I see him, but not this much. He's been posting a lot, but I think he's taken. He has a movie. A movie out right he now. He has a movie coming out, uh, but he's posting all kinds of other shit besides the movie too. Uh-huh. Because he's a very busy man. Mm-hmm. But I think he's also taking advantage of the fact that he's been one of the topics of discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just posting work, 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 fashion stuff, the stuff he's working on. Everybody's like, you noticed that Kevin Hart is posting way more lately. I guess he's guilty of what they said, and they said, and they calling him an industry plant and all kind of shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that. The problem with that is, is these people already had these people already did not like Kevin Hart. This is just confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. First mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we don't know these niggas, man. Mm-hmm. We don't know mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Like we like one man if one person could say something and you believe everything they say, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. That is so dangerous, dude. Mm-hmm. If you could just literally come out and say like your industry plant and you just believe everything Cat Williams said, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I don't agree with everything that man said. I'm pretty sure there was elements of truth to some of the things he said, for sure. However, we don't know that. Mm-hmm. Leave Kevin Hart alone. This guy is slapping y'all in the face with success. That's yeah. I, if anything. If that's what he's doing, then he's still winning. Every mm-hmm. other every other post, mm-hmm. every other post is him slapping you in the face with. Uh what's the uh the the pan- Fabletics. Mm-hmm. Fabletics. Then another one is the movie coming out. Was mm-hmm. it called Lift or something? Or what's called Flight one? or something like that? Flight, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I movie's flip, coming so out. It might be Lift. Yeah. I think it, it might be Flight. I think, I think it's I think it's already out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just came out though. Mm-hmm. Um then it's some other brand deal he's doing. Then it's some other brand deal. Then he's wearing clothes that are sponsored. The thing and they just posting like these selfies, but Kevin Hart is little, so all his clothes look the same. He just looks like a little person. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to Kevin Hart, man. That's somebody I would uh, love to sit down with. Kevin Hart, yeah, and um, Kevin. I actually would like to sit down with Matt Reif and pick his brain about what has happened with him recently. Mm-hmm. That'd be somebody to talk to. Yeah. Joy Co- Joe Coy is a good conversation, too.
1: Yeah, Joe Coy is hilarious. Yeah, like is. in conversation, his, his stand up is funny, but in
0: conversation, he's hilarious, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I've got nothing else. You got anything else, kid? Nope. All right, well, people, we appreciate you, man. Um, If you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fangs. I'm out of here. Peace. I mean, we're out of (laughs)
1: here. Later. (laughs)